go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Off the Script podcast. Today we are joined by three average guests. Please introduce <laughs> yourself, everybody. Who's first? Well, you. I guess it's you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, so, well. for anyone, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm AJ. I'm 24. Um, I coach online for a living. It's pretty much what I do day to day through Team MBM Coaching. I also run a member site as well. Um, and I've been doing that since 2014. And I've also been competing since 2014 as well in, in drug-free bodybuilding in the BMBF, UKDFBA and, and MPA. Um, my most recent competitive season myself was, was 2017, in which I won a junior title and a world title um as as a, as a junior so the next step for me will be to compete in the men's open categories again in drug free federations because that's my primary goal and also is where my niche is in terms of clientele so i work primarily with with drug free athletes um and uh yeah that's that's pretty much me awesome who's next you going chris or Jack, you go. Oh, You're both so coy. Jack Thorburn, um, mm, natural bodybuilder. I hate, I hate starting off with that, but um, <laughs> a bit of a mm before that was some self doubt there, Jack. <laughs> um, I don't know what might have been slipped in my food when I was younger, but um, yeah. So similar to AJ, my last competitive year was 2017. I've only done two years of competing, 16 and 17. Done relatively well within those two years. Um, won a few shows, won a couple of overalls, yet to win a British title. So that's sort of the next goal for me. Um, next year in 2021 is when I'm, I'm next going to be prepping. Um, Job-wise, I, I do a bit of online coaching, but it's primarily like a side business, really. Um, I do that more just through enjoyment. The rest of the time, I'm training to become a teacher. And become fully qualified now in July time. So currently job hunting. Um, but yeah, apart from that, that's about it. So thank you for having me on. Awesome. Christian? Yeah, so as he's just said, Christian Chapman. Uh, Natural co- bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> Drug free. Yeah, all the drugs. Um, coached by Christian on Instagram. Um, if you don't already follow. Um, <laughs> occupation wise can't, I'm not really allowed to talk about it at the moment but uh, I've online coached for three years um, and coming well this will be the fourth year now um, and it's been a bit, bit of a uh, a fast forward leap this year let's say um, so really putting myself out there but yeah that, that's it really um, I go against the trend and don't compete or haven't competed ever. Um, but one day, potentially, once I feel like I am actually big enough. Um, Will that ever happen, though? That's the question. Yeah. Probably not. And to be honest, if it doesn't ever happen, I probably wouldn't even be bothered. <laughs> uh, but I, I do it out of the enjoyment factor. Yeah. I think everyone knows that I love doing all yeah. to do with this. So if they take one look at Instagram, they'd, they'd see. So. For sure. If you if you were to compete, what what category would you go for? Where would you? Go? Um, I don't think I'm classic at all. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> think, um, I, I would never do men's physique, and that's not mm-hmm. a disc. Well, it is a disc. Um, 
So it'd probably be a weight class, I presume. Yeah. Bodybuilding, yeah. Fair enough. Joe, yeah. do you want to take the topics? Yeah, sure. I don't get an introduction then, all right then. No, no. We all know who you are. <laughs> I'm trying to reach out here, so I'm just co-host for now. We had right, it so, right there, the topics. Okay. Shut up. Right, so. No need to be so rude. I wasn't expecting this to go so fast straight away. Take your sweet time. Jeez, I'm looking. Did you want longer longer introductions? Did you want this to be a, a round table on who we are? This is yes. a great podcast. Because that's a pile of shit, that. Uh, <laughs> 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 be right, so, okay. the whole topic of this debate was intended to be key principles for hypertrophy. Now, everyone on this podcast is pretty much in, in agreement to some extent on training styles and stuff like that. But to the people that aren't aware of each of us, let's take a few minutes to discuss our take on training intensity, styles, hypertrophy, and recoverable volume, that sort of thing. So AJ, if you want to start off. Okay. I mean... <laughs> In the deep end. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. AJ, yeah, go. How long do you want to be here for? Yeah. I want to yeah, be in that, bed that by question, 10. That question was so, so multifaceted. I mean, yeah. it's... Uh, it's a hole that is so deep that you know that's the way you like it seriously lost in in that hole but i think if this is going to be a podcast i'm not trying to teach people try and do it in the most simple way possible yeah because i think training is simple yeah 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 i think there's nuances that you you can get into that you can overcomplicate things and Mm. ruin all your okay let's start off with finding your maximum recoverable volume. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, do you want do you want me to start a little bit? If you wish. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, the the term MRV is something that's not like actually the term itself is not is not new, but a lot of people are thinking that it's new because Mr. Israel, Mike Israel has, has popularized that that term, the, the maximum recoverable volume, and basically the volume landmarks, as people may have heard of them. People may not on this podcast have ever heard of those landmarks. So if you want to find out more about volume landmarks, go to renaissanceperiodization.com, check them out. There's plenty of good information there on volume landmarks. In terms of how I view la- volume landmarks, I definitely go a little differently to how Mike would prescribe finding your volume landmarks because a lot of people will read Mike's stuff and they might even go from this podcast and then read it and then try some of the thresholds which he thinks that are your upper end which have been come they've come to the the conclusion that those are the upper end thresholds by doing research studies taking cohorts of people that have trained within different volumes and figured out where their maximum threshold is, which basically means when, how, how much can they train? How much volume can they handle before their, their ability to create efficient volume or effective reps or quality volume drops off and they start performing what would be determined as junk volume um, and what would be determined as volume that would be uh, coming at a higher cost to fatigue than to stimulus. And that's another one of his terms, which is stimulus to fatigue ratio. Which again, is a pretty solid term. It's great terms, but some of the ways that we find these variables are probably a little different to what 
Mike does. And I believe that that's actually the same within mine, Christian's and, and Jack's training. Um, maybe not Jack's training, actually. I'll we'll go on to his training a little bit. His, his volume landmarks probably a little bit different to some others. Hmm. Um, and there's nothing, that's nothing wrong by the way. That's just, it's just different. Um, so in terms of how I like to find MRV with a client, we'll always start pretty low and we will just simply try to add work when possible, especially on smaller isolation based moves where the stimulus to fatigue ratio is potentially more favorable to adding more volume. So for example, on a lateral raise, you want, might be able to add an extra set. You might be able to go from three to four sets on a lateral raise and your fatigue, you won't really feel much difference. If you add another set of a hip hinge or a row, your fatigue is going to skyrocket and your stimulus to fatigue ratio on that row is now a little skewed and you're going to start to find where your thresholds will be within that, in that range. Um, so I'll start, like I said, pretty low. I'll work things up and I'll, I'll read their, their logbook numbers and their, and their check-ins and I'll start to understand as to whether they're on a volume amount that causes them to have pretty decent progressions, somewhat linear progressions on some movements before then reaching a point normally around like six to eight weeks of solid training where they may well need to, to back off and deload. Um, they keep hitting a, hitting a point where they're like overreaching, not overtraining, overreaching, and they're having those overreaching symptoms, which we can get into later, it's a whole different topic. They're having overreaching symptoms and they're having them too frequently or too soon. It's probably a sign they're doing a little bit too much. Equally, if their logbook numbers aren't progressing, and especially if they're feeling DOMS soreness prior to the session on the same body part that they trained two or three days ago, again, another sign they're probably doing too much. Signs that you're doing too much, pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> Now, what is what there is a huge amount of like variability in is what I've actually taught to Jack really recently on this is uh, rep accuracy. There's a huge difference in how accurate some people can be with reps. Mm. You'll see some people do a set of let's take bent over rows because they're such a common exercise that some people do really well. Some people butcher. Some people get great connections. Some people don't. Some people like to do a different range of motion. Some people don't like it's loads of different ways to bend over row. I've been over road in so many different ways, even my, uh, my own training. So you have a bent over row, like your rep accuracy might be completely different to someone who is performing it different to you. Your stimulus of fatigue might be completely different to someone performing different to you. Um, training experience comes massively into MRV as well. The more experienced you get, the more accurate you can be. So you can have greater rep accuracy and also you can have greater intensity. If you're training with people that are consistently training harder and harder and harder, like, you know, if you were to do like walk into ultimate fitness, for example, with like Jermaine, if you were walking into ultimate fitness and the first time you trained legs was on your own and then you came, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you came back next week and Sai says, I want you to join me for a leg session your ability to create intensity yeah. has suddenly gone a little different. Yeah. Um, and also your, your no, MRV no, is probably man. absolutely in the gutters. Cause side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> like, don't crap me on hack squat. Yeah. Yeah. Just finish, just finish the session with back squats. Yeah. Um, 
I, uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've never been blown away with many people's programming. Like I've just been looking at it, like how the fuck does that work? Yeah. For him, it works. It's insane. Um, he's just an absolute beast. Um, but yeah, so rep accuracy is a huge thing. Uh, training age is a huge thing because the, the, the greater your ability to create intensity. Um, and yeah, just, just that's, that's all I want to say for now. So I can leave mm. some other stuff for the guys to sort of add on, uh, on, on MRV. Right. Who's it going to be next? Jack or Christian? Who's going to be more coy? I don't mind jumping in uh, whilst there's still something left to talk about. But um, <laughs> and then obviously, so like AJ said, you've got variability in terms of how sort of accurate people can be. Um, and then also you've got variability in terms of everyone's going to recover differently. Everyone's going to have different abilities to recover. Um, these factors are not only innate. So some, like some of them, like some of these characteristics are innate. You're born with them. So like me, for example, I had, I had like spots on my chest when I was younger in, and in rage, I ripped them off one day. And they scarred really like they come off my chest like like that much. Yeah. And I went to see someone about like how I could get them sorted, and basically they said the reason why you had them was because your body like oh it over it overproduces to sort of heal. So which is why which is why I think I can sort of my recoverability is quite good. So mm-hmm. my body goes over and beyond to recover. So you've got that, but then you've also got stuff that you can't control in your life. So say stressors, um, and that all, all of that is going to affect how you recover. So Mm. the stuff like just everything, are you doing things to, so how's your sleep? What's your stress? Like, do you do any sort of like stretching, active recovery, stuff like that? That's all going to be things that you've got to take into consideration when you like, if you're, if you're planning your volume out and then, you have like a crap week of sleeping. Mm. That's not going to be a true reflection on what you can actually do. So until you're nailing all those, like obviously you're not going to, some people can't nail these all the time. It's not like they've got other things going on in their lives, but until you nail down everything, you can't pinpoint what is, what is truly working. And that, that goes for most things in bodybuilding. Even, even if you want to look at say like drugs, for example, how can you say whether a drug is working or not if you're messing up all these other variables as well um but apart from that i think aj covered a lot of things really um i know he touched upon that i do a little bit more volume mm. um, and he also alluded to the fact that the potentially that might be down to rep accuracy uh so i've had some issues i'm not going to delve into it too much but i've had some issues in regards like uh, muscle recruitment and stuff like that so I feel that potentially sometimes I can't get the most out of a set that potentially someone else could who's really accurate with their training. Um, and then that links back into then when AJ was talking about the experienced individual, people with less training experience often are prescribed higher volumes and that's because they can't create the sort of, not only are they not able to tap into those higher threshold motor units to get, to the sort of they're termed effective reps, so the yeah. four reps away from failure. Not that they may be able to get to the two reps to failure, 
but to be able to truly tap into those last few, they need to have like quite a high training age to be able to recruit enough muscle fibers to get to that standard. And also some of them aren't willing to do it yet at a young training age. They haven't got the sort of durability to get there. Some people just walk into the gym and are able to do that. Um, and then lost my train of thought then. I went on too far with that. But um, yeah, far too far. Um, Christian, <laughs> have, you got, have, you got anything, have you got anything to add to that so- I was just going to ask, sorry, Jack. What, so what would you define your training as? Would you say you, you do DC training at this point? What, where would you place yourself? No, I'd say, I'd say fairly. I like, to, I, I like the whole two sets, like loading set, back offset. So one of a yeah. lower rep range and then one more slightly higher. Um, however, quite often it won't be for me, it won't be a two set. It'll be more like three to four. Yeah. Um, the six, <laughs> depending on how many you fuck up and want to do again. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't done that. Like have you in not? ages. That's no. good, man. Um, that, that's always, I think that that's a psychological thing though, of always thinking that more is better. And yeah. I really struggle to get away from that. And I know that that hinders a lot of people as well. Um, it, it, it is something that I've thought about and pretend, like thinking what would actually happen if I was forced to, to say if someone said, right, you're not allowed to do more than two. Like you're physically not allowed to. I, I wonder what would actually happen. Um, mm. But I, I, I don't know. Potentially... Like, for example, AJ, I know when I trained with you in MJ's, we, I was able to nail down two sets on a hamstring curl. I think we did three, maybe. Yeah. I two or three. And, two or I, three yeah. and I was happy to say, right, let's go, because I was battered. So I think, I think some of it with me is to do with the whole injuries I've had. Um, and that, that goes with a lot of people as they get older and they pick up niggles they tend to slip towards the higher volume stuff to make up for the fact that they can't potentially cause as much damage within those, say, two sets, for example. But, um, Christian, I know you've switched to sort of like a fortitude sort of training style now. How are you finding that? And with regards to what we're talking about, like volume, etc. Yeah, I used to pulverise myself with volume. I was like, yeah, man, I'm recovering. Yeah, I'm sweet. <laughs> Uh, I'm so, but the fact that I never grew probably coincided with the fact that I wasn't recovering. Um, so with Fortitude, there's three different volume tiers, and then there is also a turbo version. Which, <laughs> Jack, I think you'd fucking love that. Um, but man, I, I'm literally obviously post diet. I was pretty fragile and beat up anyway. Tier one is like ruining me. And it's fucking so low. It's such low volume. I was doing tier two before the end of the diet. Uh, but towards the end of the diet, I was just like, I can't recover from it at all. So my main thing to, to speak on after AJ and Jack have took the floor um, is it's completely fucking individual. Jack, I, I, if I trained with Jack, I would die. 
If I trained with, actually, in fact, if I trained, if I trained a session with AJ, I wouldn't be able to to keep up with the volume. I don't think. Mm. Uh, and that's not a dig. That's just yeah. saying it's completely individual. Mm. Um, so I would I would say for like someone who's listening to this, get the most from as little at the start, and then add stuff in. Don't fuck yourself up with. I've got to do this. I've got to add this. I've got to add this. Yeah. But actually perform the exercise well. And then, because if your form's shit, you'll never get an idea of what your recoverable volume is because you're probably not even fucking doing half your shit right. Yeah. Um, sorry, I've been swearing a lot. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's no filter. You can say what you want. And also, we've, like, we've had a lot on the show. We've had anal beads, foot jobs, everything. So, I don't <laughs> yeah, literally. We won't start on that. But um, obviously, everyone thinks everyone talks about reps and loads as the way to progress. But obviously, like I, I'm not a massive fan of progressing volume over time. But yeah. it is something you can do. So, like what Christian said, if you go all guns blazing and start off with really high volume, you've got nowhere to go from there. Mm. So, if, for example, Christian's now doing tier one fortitude, he's got loads that he can progress on from that. Yeah. Um, Christian, do you think that the reason why Fortitude Tier 1 is working for you well now is because obviously you were in a dieting phase, you've come out of it. Granted, your calories aren't high, but they are higher. Do you feel like potentially because your strength is, I presume your strength is rising quite quickly, is it? Mate, it's scaling. Yeah, well, that, do you think that that's the reason why the, the, the volume you're doing, even though it's so low, is still yeah. battering you is because you're not used to the loads you're shifting now. Yeah, because like the first couple of weeks after diet, because the load wasn't crazy, mm. I was like, man, recovered so well. It's my sixth week this week and I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Everything fucking hurts. But it's because I'm adding like, you know when you think about like adding a 2.5 onto lifts, I'm adding a plate onto lifts. Yeah. And it's like, it's no, fucking those are natty biscuits. One, one, two fives and two and a half. They're natty biscuits. Bro, right, I, I am, I am practically natty right now, though. So, oh, yeah. okay. Ah, uh, there we go. Look, blood work <laughs> will suffice this week as well. Um, but it's literally, it is literally all from food. And Jack, you, you say calories aren't high. Like training day calories are pretty much five thousand um, mm. already. Oh, I didn't realize they were. That's right then. Yeah. <laughs> um, like we ramped that up fucking straight away, and that's what provided the mm. the the well, I wouldn't even say growth, but the the strength increase so fast. Like it, it's I think it's like gone up like dangerously quick because like my joints are fucking yeah, hurt. yeah. That's the thing that like you've got to be careful of like joints and connective tissue then, especially when I'm doing movements, bro. That I've like never ever programmed because of obviously doing it out of the garage, like yeah. mate. Flat barbell, an inclined barbell. I've never done that in my life, mate. And my elbows. <laughs> it's like, but I tell you what, considering I've like never felt that exercise before, I'm like loving it now. It's class. Mm. I wouldn't continue it when the gym opens, but <clears throat> it's actually, I'm quite enjoying it, but probably because it's progressing so fast. But. Tickling the ego. Yeah. Yeah. But the dumbbells arrived this week. Fucking busy. <laughs> what dumbbells? What size have you got? Uh, well, they'll go up in fives from 10 all the way up to 60. Fuck me. 
Not bad. Not that's bad a, at all. That's a set, mate. Like, Who yeah, did you fucking rob to get them? You what? Who did you rob to get them? Hey, do you want to know how much you paid for them? <laughs> 190 quid. Well, that's, that's outrageous. Brand new. Do you know what? I've heard worse. I've heard worse, to be Bro, honest. I've seen someone selling a pair of 60s for 250 quid. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> what a crazy climate we live in now. I had to do a bit of gay for pay for it. I was, I was yeah. just about to say, who did you yeah. say? <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> so what? Um, what is everyone's training situation now? I know that AJ's built his home gym garage which is looking stellar he's adding kit to all the time what about jack and christian um well i've got now yeah because jermaine you haven't fo- we've only followed each other from today so i know me. literally yeah um i've got a squat rack a barbell about 360 kilos worth of plates um so i slam that on the incline barbell <laughs> all of that um <laughs> <laughs> abductor adductor I've got a seated hamstring I've got a leg extension a rope pulley uh sissy squat and a banner wow banner, banner that's is the key. best thing in the gym to be honest uh, <laughs> to be fair in both of your gyms it does make it they look it does look good it's a good look an adjustable bench obviously and then the dumbbells are coming this week so by you Jack Jackson. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, just bought a whole gym. <laughs> you won't believe the amount of people that have messaged me and said, like, fair play, mate, you've got some really good kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, Fuck you, dumb. Like, like, fair play, yeah, Jack. Um, yeah. I, I've been fairly fortunate. What? <laughs> 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 I've been I've been fairly fortunate to have access to it's essentially like a gym in in like a lock up kind of thing so it yeah. is a garage but a large garage basically yeah. um, I've had access to that for about 10 weeks uh, it's only the past week that I've had to come out of it because he's moving out of that lock up to his own he's moving all the equipment to his own house which is pretty cool he's got a big enough garage and he's having the garage extended where he's basically having a gym there that's insane um, and now I've managed to source another little hideout as well so I think what what it's made me realise is that there's a hell of a lot more places open than people think Mm. Like not not like open for public, but just most most gyms are still, unless it's a commercial gym, most yeah. gyms are still having people in. So, um, but the but the one that I'm in at the moment is actually open. They've they've opened to everyone. It's not even like a secret sort of thing now. Guess they I'll go on the road trip then. Literally said I don't care. <laughs> Fine. He 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 puts the. He puts the temperature gun to your head when you walk in. It looks like you got a sniper on you and then just scans you and says, good to go. Done. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, just got an image in my head of a guy in like the Monster Inc. yellow suit just stood at the door waiting for you. Yeah, uh, so... You've got that. Change your life for me. 
to be fair, I've had massive admiration for you, both Christian and AJ, in right. terms of the amount of kit you've sourced and stuff. Yeah. But what about you two, Joe and Jermaine? Yeah. So at the moment, because um, I still live and work currently in a university halls, that's my job. Um, so I study here and um, I also work in reception and whatever else, um, I'm a halls manager. And we still have residents here, so I have to stay here because there's still people who actually need to be looked after. Um, I'm in a situation where I do not have the space to, to put the kit that I want. And I, I, I'm in a position where, luckily, I'm financially stable enough that if I wanted to, I could probably source and buy a leg press, let's say. But there's just no, there's no way I could put that anywhere unless it's outside the back of my flat. So central Birmingham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just I like press won't be there for long. In the fucking canal. Yeah. <laughs> you, mate? I don't know about you, but how how much of a nightmare is it actually moving the fucking equipment into places? Oh fuck me. I severed my whole arm on that pre core leg curl. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my fucking ball sack open. Yeah. Just, I've cut so much of my body moving this shit into my garage. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I wouldn't want to do it again. I don't want to no. buy anything else just for the fact that... <laughs> yeah, it's How much you of it? It's like old school kit, so it yeah. weighs like... A ton. An absolute ton. Like the hack squat seemed to weigh like the same as about four cars. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's no, all disassembled when it arrives. What, the hack? The hack was assembled, yeah. But... Yikes. Yeah. He said, "Oh, it's all right. Two people carry it. Bullshit." Or older than my equipment. Check out Polestar, mate. It's from the fucking eighties. Polestar, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, uh, Valentin. Yeah. He messaged me saying, "Oh, is that a Polestar machine?" I was like, "Uh, yeah." Yeah. And he yeah, said, yeah. "Mate, hold on to that." He said, "That's like a relic." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Sell it, sell it for 10k. Yeah. Now's the time to sell it. Like, let's talk, have a second to talk about just the price of kit now, because mm. especially where I am, it's skyrocketed. It's, it was yeah. the prices for like in the space of a week, it went from let's say um, 60 quid, 70 quid, 80 quid for 220 plates. It's now 120 plus. Oh, easy. Yeah, it's getting insane. Um, so how, how have you guys managed to source a lot of your equipment? Because I've resorted to buying agricultural wheels uh, <laughs> at this point. Oh, the range of motion on your head is <laughs> absolutely fucking tosh. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. I've been trying to, um, I've been looking at like platforms or trying to find a place where I can just stand on a bench and get off of the bench instead. Maybe try and do a deficit if possible, but yeah. It's... On a bench. Yeah, Mate, but it, have you seen the wh- wagon wheels? You'll need a bench. set of like high rise flats to create the deficit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go I'll go grab one if I remember later, but like oh gonna be stiff legged off my old apartment block. I saw I saw the picture on Facebook Marketplace and in my head I was like, ah, that's probably around the same size of a twenty five plate. Like, Incorrect. However, that'll be great. It's, it was like pretty cheap. Some guy had just like bored out a hole so it would fit the barbell. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's cheap. I'll go grab it. 
when I grabbed it and like it's fucking one of them's like it's halfway like up my leg, like it's up my mid thigh. So, so one of them strong land events, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's literally. It's. It's. I'm amazed that like they actually work at all. To be honest, but they're actual actually way the same. That's that's amazing to me. Um, mm. That's. I just got really lucky with Kit to answer the question. I just got very very lucky. Yeah. Like. The day that I got all most of the plates that I got, I literally put on my story. Does anyone know anyone with plates? Yeah. And I got a message off someone at half eleven at night saying, "Oh, I've still got some left." And he was yeah. selling plates that from a gym that was closing down mm. twenty minutes down the road from me. Oh, perfect! And I went and picked them up. I think I got almost two hundred kilos worth of weight for like one hundred and eighty quid. Mm. And Jordan plates, like it was absolutely. Nice. Absolute bargain. I would have considered buying them even if I wasn't in lockdown. Yeah. Um, and I got a bench off him, an adjustable bench. Yeah, it's a bit fucking rusty and it could be better, but I got that for 20 quid, you know? So bargain. I, I had a steal there. Um, I had a steal on the leg press, although it needs about 44 cans of WD 40 to get it to move remotely smoothly it's a horrible piece of kit <laughs> um it's like you, you you come down with it and you're like fuck me this is awesome like so smooth and then right at the bottom it like for some reason it just just stops just stops. <laughs> it's like it just doesn't move you guys like Arr! i'm like oh for fuck's sake and then the whole the whole foot pad starts to bend as if the metal is going to crack uh, it's, it's a horrible piece of kit hence why i got the hack really yeah um but uh yeah i got that for like i think 320 quid and they're like over a grand new yeah um i mean don't get me wrong it's not totally shit it's just when you're used to you know having four choices of leg presses in ultra flex going down yeah, from that to an, sure. a body solids body solid leg presses they're quite a degrade um <laughs> and then the hack was just on like a Facebook um, place called Synergy Home, like Use or something. Yeah. Callum bought, Callum bought a Cybex row and his leg curl from them as well. Mm. Um, do really good deals. I got that for like 400 quid. So yeah. all in all, all in all, I didn't spend um, a lot of money. Like in the grand scheme of things, I could have spent a lot more, put it that way. I still spent, you know, for most people, a decent whack of money on kit, but yeah. I could spend double, oh, triple easily if I hadn't have fallen into good situations. So, mm. yeah, I think I was similarly. I don't like using the word lucky because yeah, yeah, you doesn't exist. Still, I still spend my own money that I worked hard for, and yeah. I travel more yeah. miles in a week than I ever have done. Yeah, essential travel. Yeah, mate, squat rack in the boot. Um, <laughs> Like squat rack was like seventy quid. This guy was just knocking them up. Mm. He was like, "Yeah, just sell them on eBay." I was like, "Fucking, I couldn't get it now." But my advice to people is this: Yeah, because it's what I did a lot. Go on eBay and type in what you want or what you need, and just put nearest first yeah. on the thing. And I was messaging like probably twenty people a day and just saying, "I'll come and get it now." I will literally be five minutes and I'll come and get it. And, and people are like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take this for it. Okay. I think, to be fair, the most expensive thing was my fucking bar. How much you pay for your barbell? Uh, enough. <laughs> uh, it's, a robe bar, it's a road bar, so... Yeah, like, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm basically a fucking power lifter because um, I've got a road bar. I carry it into the gym on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, lads. You keep it behind the counter. Put the duster on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, to be fair, it's a really nice bar, so I'm happy with it. Mm. But that's the only thing that I like, I paid over the odds for because I stupidly bought a fucking 15 kilo spring. That's exactly the same as me. Exactly the same. I bought, because I thought it was going to weigh the same, even though it was a five footer. I, I saw a few people do this. I've I seen a few people do this. In my garage, so I bought a five. It didn't say the weight on it, and it came, it was a 15. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, and mate, I did one exercise with it and bent it. Because <laughs> I'm like just so, so fucking strong, man. You know what I mean? Strength, <laughs> strength shot five foot to review. Bent. No, mine was a six foot. <laughs> one you spent. Yeah, I fucking Used sold one it. spent. Yeah. I sold it though. Who's it? Bent. Yeah. In perfect working order. <laughs> Never been raced or rallied. Um, and then what else have I, mate? The abductor adductor thing I got yeah. for a hundred quid. Decent. And it's fucking, it's thick. It's a bit of a ball like to get into it. Um, How heavy is the stack? Fucking heavy. It is heavy, yeah. Yeah. Like, you pinged a few fibers on it. The, um, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> a JP. Um, <laughs> like, you know, like a, a life fitness one. Yeah. Like, I can put like fucking four plates on one of them and, and do a rest pause. But yeah. this is like, I'll do the stack and like I can do like 22 reps on the stack or something. Which is decent. If, you, if you're doing a rest pause, it's more than enough. Yeah. But the hole is, the, the holes are too small for the extender. Can you not make oh. you a custom made one? Uh, I, I got one from, I, mine's well old, my extender. So can I get one from? Jim Pin or whatever. Yeah, message him saying, yeah, yeah. make me a custom one with a custom hole. Yeah, can you make sure them out yet? Or a pulse star. <laughs> make me one for a pulse star. It'll send it to you and it'll be fu- <laughs> fucking like all over the place. <laughs> and my leg extension and um, seated ham curl, I yeah. got a fucking steal on them. I was willing to pay because I really wanted them. Like, Probably They're important them. pieces. Yeah. Mate, hitting hamstrings at home is... Oh, it's a shitter. It's yeah. So, worst thing there's ever. only so much fucking RDLing you can fucking do and stiff leg dead because you're just going to be fucked up. And I was like, I just want to be able to contract the hamstring and then having to get my dad to put a dumbbell between my fucking feet is not ideal. That's um, all I've got now. Just scream at him like Tim did. Yeah, I was, I was doing a Tim. Don't fucking touch it! <laughs> He's wild. Um, but and, and like leg extension, man. You don't realise how much you miss stuff like that. Jack, you'd be fucked without one. Well, I thought the new one I went to, I thought it didn't have one. But I found it and it's, it's like a hamstring curl and leg extension in one. Yeah. Oh, nice. The annoying, the annoying thing is, it's a, you can't adjust the pat. So, so it just presumes everyone's the same height. <laughs> so and my knee my knee's feeling a bit iffy today and I'm wondering whether I've already given myself bloody tendinopathy in it like <laughs> it is the, 
it is the heaviest stack I've ever seen. It's so old. What brand it must... is it? Is it branded or is it just an old? It is. Old uh, it is, but I can't remember. It's so is old. Is the branding worn off or what? Yeah. You're not no, beating think... the brand of mine. You it's like It would be one of those that you'd see on like pumping iron. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. But Jesus. I put, it's probably like a 35 pin stack and I put seven pins down and I got three reps out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I've seen that. Like, it's dead. <laughs> 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 Second warm up. <laughs> Three reps. Knees blowing. Good set. Knees blowing. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one is, I'm on a massive adductor kick at the moment. Like, I've fallen in love with training them. Until before lockdown, I'd never touched them really. I'd do them at the end of a session. But at the moment, I'm trying to do them like all the time. Christian, shut up. <laughs> so you you'll laugh at this you won't believe what i'm doing have you ever seen a hip rotatory machine it's pretty they're fucking like, awful it's a thing you, you do like kickbacks with you ever thought of them is the worst person ever so it's on like a rotate it's almost like if you look at a standing lateral raise machine yeah but then where the handles would be it's like a pad coming out and you you like kick your leg back with it, or you can do it the other way and like drive your leg up against it. And at the moment, I'm trying to do adductors on that. So I'm standing, looking out straight with one leg up here and then like bringing it together. And everyone's looking at me like, rotary hip. Nice. Yeah. Type in, in rotary hip machine on Google, and that's what it is. There's one at Strength Asylum. I've never seen anyone use it. Yeah, yeah, Pointless piece of kit, no stability whatsoever. Just going to tear yeah. the tendon straight off the bone. Um. So I might try. I might try on a cable doing a with a cuff, but yeah, it, it does work, but it's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. more the fact that you can't stabilize yourself because yeah. yeah. you've got nowhere to like position against. Mm. The only thing you could do is like hook a bench up to it or something. But, um, but the, yeah, like, the gym, the gym I'm at is full of like. It's not a bodybuilding gym. It's a boxer's gym. So most right. of the people go there are fucking standing there doing the shadow boxing in between sets. <laughs> so that's bad enough. And you're over there in the corner on the rotary hip. And then he's like, what's this fairy doing? Like? Uh, <laughs> uh, Needs must. Um, yeah, got to do so yeah, basically, I really wanted a seated hamstring curl and a leg extension. Yeah. And AJ, it was on that, <clears throat> you'll probably be on the Facebook group, that gym equipment. Facebook group that synergies on it. Oh, uh, right. It wasn't from him. It was from this other guy. And Matt, I got pretty fucking lucky to be fair, because he had f he, <clears throat> he wanted to sell because they're all the same brand, an adductor machine and an abductor machine. But I was like, Matt, yeah. what about them? Will you will you take an offer for just those two? And he was like, Yeah, yeah. How much are you thinking? And they were all up for a grand for all four. Well, that's pretty good, even for all four of them. And I said, I'll give you 400 quid. And he was like, yeah, okay. I was like, oh, right, buzzing. Like 200 quid a machine. I think that's fucking cheap. Yeah. Cheap. And then I was like, oh, right, where are you located? <laughs> fucking four-hour drive. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. I was like, Here's the I'll transfer the money, I'll sort it. Wow. So I put on Facebook. No, not on Facebook. Who uses Facebook, man? Um, apart from all these racists, these days, <laughs> um, 
So I put it on Instagram. Does anyone know like a, a travel, not a travel, oh my God. Travel lodge. Take time. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone have a travel lodge available? <laughs> um, like a, a, a transport company, a haulage company. And obviously I'm sponsored by Strong, plug. Um, nice. Rick messaged me straight away on, on WhatsApp. He's like, mate, what are you doing? I said, I need to pick up two pieces of gym equipment. I'm not driving eight hours for it. Not a chance. And he said, oh, well, just use our haulage company. I was like, okay. And I can't say what it costs because I can't. But <clears throat> nothing, basically. Um, and literally, <laughs> I messaged the guy who owns the company, and it was, it was about nine o'clock. I told him where it is, gave him the phone number for the guy and everything. He's like, yeah, I've got a van on the way there now. They'll be there in an hour. They'll be with you in five hours. Mm. What? Fucking hell. That's and, mate, literally. <laughs> but wow. they they disassembled it in the gym. Okay. Wow. I can't do DIY. I, I can't. I don't own one spanner in the house. Oh, strong again. Nothing. I don't <laughs> own any piece of equipment like that. So it got delivered to my mom and dad's garage. And they also don't do DIY. I assemble these things by fucking hand with like screwing them in like hand tight. And then I had to go and like lend someone's fucking spanner. And I was literally, AJ, I was black and blue, bro. I, my arm was like grazed to fuck because the stacks came on their own and then all the stuff. And one of the stacks I didn't realize was a bit unsteady. And it tipped and I tried to save it. <laughs> it crushed me against the wall, mate. I smashed the back of my head off the wall. Oh. I put like basically where my cock is and my balls. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but the, the stacks are fucking so heavy. And we got them all together. One of the bolts wouldn't go in, so I've just left it. But <clears throat> the leg extension is so smooth. I can't actually get over how good it is. It's um, a Weeder USA machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> but I can, I can already do it deliver it himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can already like stack it with a twenty on, but at least the, the extender goes in it. Yeah. Oh, calm, calm down. Fucking hell. The, the heated, uh, heated, seated hamstring curl. It's good. It's the seated. Same, same the hamstring curl. That sounds pretty good to me. Strum's hooking you up good. Yeah, so the, it's um, it's a bit bit rocky, a bit rickety. Like if you get locked into a set, it does like move about a bit. Um, That's a, it's a challenge for the, the stabilizing muscle groups. Yeah, around the torso. It's intentional. Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> it's good. And the stack is fuck. I'm nowhere near the stack. It's That's amazing. good yeah. for a hamstring curl. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's mine's way too light. Oh, AJ, come and have a go on this. I need, I need to, to. I need to. I need to come round immediately, really, for a. Yeah, it goes, for a it goes up to a hundred kilo. It says right. I'm at like fifty <laughs> and like failing at like ten. But Jesus, I think it's the design of the machine. <laughs> must be the profile. Must be yeah. horribly yeah. hard. It's yeah. really hard to contract on it. That's why. Yeah. And then my sissy squat was like fifty quid. The cable pulley system, which I recommend to anyone on eBay, 40 quid, and it comes with everything. And it took, literally, like I said, I don't do DIY. It took me five minutes to set it up. 
And it's so good because there is actually quite a lot of stuff you can do on it. Like I didn't even think of it at the time. I just wanted it for triceps. Um, but <clears throat> there's loads you can do. I've had to make quite a few modifications to my pre-core leg curl. You'll see there's in the footage, there's a red hoodie at one end wrapped around it. I've seen that. Like why? Like you'd ask why. I was why thinking you need more, need more support on the calves. Yeah. <laughs> I just raised the back of my leg. <laughs> the um the pad is bent, very bent. Oh. But when you when you put when you put your legs up, your legs are like. <laughs> With my hips, that's natural, so it would probably bounce out. Yeah. Probably, it'd probably be the perfect leg girl for you. Yeah. And um, I've had to tie a strength shot resistance band around around the actual thing that you know the the pad, the leg pad, because in the contracted, fully short position, it pops out of its setting and automatically slides down and out out of out of your feet. So it becomes like wow. a tibialis raise at the bottom. <laughs> 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 You're doing like tibialis with 100 kilos. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, but that one, once that was fixed, it's um, actually a really good piece of kit. And now I've got the um, the pin on it. I can I can get a good set of like eight to ten on it. Nice. Um, Is that pin working all right? The pins much better. The pin the the first gym pins were were awful. Did you, you try the tell? first ones? Yeah. Yeah, do you want to tell Pete, the listeners about your experience in the DMs with the... Um, <laughs> oh, no. Right, so the, <laughs> Story the, time. The gym that I was at had bought one off Jim Pin. Right, so supposedly they're, they're all good now, so I haven't got bad words to say. But we had the old ones, and they, they wouldn't fit in the machine, and no clip could fit on them, so they were a complete waste of time. Mm. Because they'd slip out, and nothing was holding them in. So I put up a picture of the pin that I was using, which was from Jim Kit, because um, they do them as well. And someone messaged me from an account that I didn't follow, just a, just a random bloke saying, oh, where did you get this pin from, mate? And I said, oh, Jim Kit Island. Um, I have tried the Jim pin ones, but they're fucking shit. <laughs> Who do you think this... Ra- this random person in the DMs was. Oh, nothing to do with Jim Pin, I suppose. The owner of Jim Pin. Oh, for fuck's sake. So that was a quite awkward conversation. Aye, but, um, sounds it. But they must, they must have sorted them because if like, it, AJ's the using them, Holling's Head's using them. Yeah. So, going for a piss, lads. Okay. All right, enjoy. Yeah, the, the, weld, the, welding, the welding was terrible. So you. Mm. How heavy? How heavy is the new one? It's seven kilos. Oh, so it is heavier. Good. Yeah. Right. The other one was like two. The only issue they've still got one issue though. So um, on the gym shop kit, the gym island one, whatever it's fucking called. There's a hole. There's a there's a drilled hole, so you can put like a you know like a a selector, like a a a pin that you actually put into a machine. You could put it at the end of the pin. Right. So especially on an adductor, it stops all the plates smashing off, but coming mm. off and, and hitting you. You can't do that. So you have to put like a full on clip on there if you want to like secure it all, which right. mm. is it just is dodgy sometimes. Unless you get it right, it doesn't work as well as the, the pin in the end, which just you know that that's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so they still need to make that. I've told them already, I think. I hope. 
um that that needs to change so hopefully it'll change that and then it'll be perfect but yeah it's a lot better of a pin um it's funny like at ultraflex you think like all oh, the kits like all really really heavy but like oh on, no on pole days on pole days like literally pretty much every machine now every prime machine where we're using the pin the cybex row we're using the pin extender we're putting mm. 20 30 kilos extra on it the the prime seated row putting pinning that putting more on it the uh, prime leg extension pinning that so um i guess that's a good thing because <clears throat> i've never i never had to do that at any other previous gyms the, the problem is like realistically you're a 24 year old natural where the fuck do i go now yeah yeah. well that's what i'm worried about like granted i could probably slow down some of my reps and stuff like that but on the adductor i'm doing the stack four 25s on top yeah see see this is what we were talking to matt about the other week yeah um, about you, you, you get to a point and it's like, well, at this point, we don't have any other options. Like, we're going to have to either absolutely rinse like certain techniques, like eccentrics or eccentrics, whatever, yeah. or we're going to have to start to play around with the volume again. Um, so, wh- where do you think that? Where, where do you think you will go from that? That because at some point, we're all probably going to end up being in that position because can't all just be. The problem is I broke like three machines from pinning stuff to it. That's mm. what I was worried about. I feel well. so bad when I do it. Well, actually, I, I remember when I first did it to an adductor. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine, you know um, Foundry Wolverhampton? Yes. I broke the one there and first right. it hurt when I broke it. <laughs> because I went to like use all the force to close on the oh, first oh, rip. Yeah. And the thing like the cable snapped and like i just let you went like that like rapid yeah. <laughs> like the fastest adductor you've ever seen yeah. I, was, I looked around and i felt like such a cock because let's be honest most people who look at you pinning plates to a machine probably think you're a bit of a twat anyway yeah, yeah. it's like bro i'm fucking so strong you know what i mean yeah so i had it and then it was out of order for two weeks and i was fucking so pissed off at myself yeah. Because I'm, there is no, I'm, I'm putting it out there, man. There's no, there's no better machine for legs. Mm. Well, to to make your legs look bigger. Yeah, I don't think. I um, I yeah, had surely one depends on inspersions, though. We discussed this the other week as well. It depends yeah. on obviously where your lines are. It's like if you're blessed with nice outer sweep, if you can keep building the outer sweep, not to a a point where it looks fucking ridiculously off. But we discussed this with Matt and I discussed this with Simon. It's not been released yet. It will be by the time this is released. Because he's genetically blessed. Um, uh, Matt Tofton and Simon Yeah. Big fucking boy. And um, so we were discussing the way he trains and the way he's he had to train to, to get to a certain level. And it was barely fuck all because he's a super hyper responder. Um, whereas Tofton's a little bit different and he changes his volume not regularly, but he's moved away from PPL and moved on to, to his customized split. And he kept referring to like Jay Cutler style training, where the form, the execution of the of the um, of the rep, each set it doesn't matter if it's your top set, back off set, or anything. That's the most important thing. Um, so focus on cumulative volume, I guess. Yes. Um, so for the listeners, if you haven't listened to it already, 
um, go and give that a listen because we we touch on that and we're not going to touch on it again. So go and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just realised we've got completely off topic as well. Sure, yeah. It happens. That's like honestly, I think it's been better than talking about fucking. Yeah, life. I agree. Fuck yeah. the round, fuck the round fuck table. One more thing. I haven't laughed like that, Jack, in f- about a year. <laughs> <laughs> Good fan. Good fan. Uh, I'll put it on seven out of twenty-five. Yeah. Three reps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was a fucking good three reps, though. Oh, but I, I bet. bet. You know, when you lifted the first one, I bet you thought it's on. It's fucking. Yeah, but you on. know, with a hamstring curl, it's 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 all right, though, isn't it? Like you take it yeah. off, and you're like, yeah, I fucking got this. You and then you get that, up, and it's that yeah. bit, and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Luckily, there was no one else in there. I looked right. To that. Was, the set, <laughs> was the set still three minutes long? One minute, <laughs> one minute per rep. Just like resetting the left leg. That's your intensity <laughs> technique. Poor burn intensity. That's what yeah, you That's a lot better now, AJ, I have you know. So. Yeah, no, I know it is. But I still, I still do uh, now and again on a leg press. I'll still do a rep, not be happy with it. So I'll keep one leg. You, you'll shudder at the thought of this. Yeah. I keep one leg on the leg press. <coughs> whilst the other it's leg off. off. And I take the other one off and I pop my hip and put it back on. <laughs> Mate, one day that's going to come down on that, on, that left, on that leg that's on the well, leg. Yeah. That's why my left leg is progressing because I have that <laughs> isometric hold at the top. And it's just like, stay. Oh, Jack. It's a, it's a JT technique. Yeah, <laughs> yeah single leg isometric holds. I'm being honest, like, I've missed watching your training on on Instagram. Uh, Same. Yeah. I miss putting that. I to be honest, I could potentially put it up now because I think it's not me. No one knows where this place is. Like yeah, in the in the, in the old one, in, just do it. Yeah. In the old one, like people knew. Funny enough, like. Someone messaged me from Scotland saying you're training at so and so's gym, and I was like, "How the fuck do you know that?" And he was like, "Oh, because, J- because JP shared a picture that he put up of the same adductor you're using." And I was like, "Fucking hell, I like Sherlock yeah. Holmes!" Christ. Yeah, like I, I, I filmed a couple of sets today. And looked at it and thought, you know what? Like, if I put that up, no one's gonna have a clue. But um, and fuck it. Well, what what's you your in time press ninety k for the other day? I got it for ten today. Is that is that a is that? Uh, <laughs> I asked the other day, not today. Uh, the other day was nine. All right, okay, I'm still. Sh- yeah, I'm still short. I, thought, I, I thought I'd equaled you. I got eight, and I thought but I'd like eight. 40, 45 degree, like there. Oh, yeah. I've oh, been that's doing. not high incline. It's not. It's not forty-five degrees. Probably. I don't even know what degree it is. What degree it is? It like sixty-ish. Yeah. yeah. You, you need really to get. You need to get the tractor out, don't you? Measure it. I do really. Yeah, the protractor <laughs> for the bench. I, I got two yeah. and a half plates on that side the other day. Good. Which, which mate, like. I'm, I am shit at barbell pressing. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Oh, I can't is that, like, like, that going to be like a focus for you? Like, because well, what's your pressing strength like in general? With dumbbells, really fucking good. Yeah. Well, I, okay, I say really fucking good. I got to flat dumbbell press last off season, 67 and a half for eight. 
That is good. But put me under a barbell, mate. Like, if you put me under a barbell at that point, I probably would have struggled with a plate and a half. Mm. Honestly, I think with stuff like that, those kind of movements, again, same with barbell squat, because I've had to do all this stuff that I've never really programmed. Um, Mm. Because I just think there's better movements out there. Yeah. Um, I think you have to get, it's really practice those kind Mm. of movements to get strong at them. If you don't do them every week, you just won't get stronger at them. Mm. I think, anyway. Yeah. Barbell's fucking hard, man. See, I, I feel like, for me, I feel like I've almost now, in retrospect, now that we're in lockdown, missed the trick. Because I feel like I, ever since I was started training, when I was maybe 15 when I started training, I always did have a knack for barbell. Um, however, after I pinged my chest um, a couple of years ago... Couple of fibres. I just, I think I just shut myself up to the point where I just don't want to touch it ever again. Even... Yeah. Definitely, that is definitely realistically one of my strongest lifts. Uh, so that's something soon, as soon as my rack arrives and a bench arrives, because I have room for that. As soon as that arrives, I'm just going to absolutely start rinsing barbell. That's one of my goals for uh, the rest of this. Well, it's definitely been fun. It's a challenge, man. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm treating it as now. It's just like, just trying to figure out. Like AJ's post tonight, challenge. Challenge. <laughs> this challenge. is a challenge for us all. Yeah. You gonna you gonna get in on the challenge? Are you gonna start barbelling or anything like that? What's your situation? Who me? Asking. Joe. Joe. Joe, are you gonna barbell? Are you barbelling? Are you barbelling? You I don't have a barbell. Barbelling the bar. Plus, I have no room. <laughs> we 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 um. I've got a scaffolding up in the garden at the minute, so. He's shown the yeah. yeah. No, I'm squatting it. <laughs> Pressing's always been weak. But the uh the um yeah, so there's pretty much there's barely any room anywhere. So I'm fortunate enough that I had a lot of shit from when I was a bit from when I was like 15, 16, so I've still got adjustable dumbbells go up to like we've got it up now to 30s, which is nice. Um got a couple of bands. Some basic shit, but only about 60 kilos worth of plates because I was in the hospital at the start, so I didn't think I was going to train at all. Mm. Um, but I'm all right, so I've been looking at buying some more shit, but I think I might just wait now because fingers crossed it's not going to be that much longer. How long do you think it's going to be, guys? Now, well, I've uh, heard uh, English gyms is fourth of July around that time. Yeah, I was going to say four to six weeks, I reckon. Yeah. Well, for you, you in England, this. Yeah, within like four weeks or so. Yeah, it's all mm. fucked up down your end, isn't it? They're like three weeks behind. You've got to wear th- three face masks when you go out now or something like that. Right? <laughs> like one here, one here, one here. No, I'm not fucking joking. It was on the news this morning. So, so you probably die of asphyxiation. I, I abide by rules to the T. Yeah. To the T. I think they'll make us wear masks in the gym. That is one concern. No, but uh, in commercial gyms or, or gyms with a certain square footage, you'll have to have uh, like a booking system and a slot. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Apparently, according to Cuba, that, that that's not going to happen at Ultraflex. How true that is, I don't know, because Cuba applies to the the fucking principle, which yeah, yeah. sometimes <laughs> doesn't work when there's legislation in simple <laughs> Yeah. So I'm not. Probably I'm, style, man. Yeah. But yeah, well, well, we'll soon find out. I think if there is a one-hour rule and that gets <clears throat> put in at Ultraflex, which I doubt, yeah. But if it does, I won't be training at, at the gym. Until the hour limit is lifted, because it will take me an hour to get to my top set on the leg day. Exactly. So I'll be you like, can oh, try and cheat the system. Go if, for an hour. If the you morning. really came to it, I'd buy like multiple memberships. Yeah, exactly. Just find a new way around it. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd, I'd buy like two memberships so that I can get two hours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Just do all your isolations <laughs> at one gym and then do all your compounds at the other. No, I'd have two memberships in the same gym. And they just <laughs> and say, well, no, I'm two members, so I can have two hours. Dad and Jill Thorburn. Oh. Have I froze? No, you're right. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, you have, you have froze. <laughs> I know you're back. You're back. I thought you were going to say just go from, let's say, ultimate your gym up the road sort of deal. I don't think you yeah, meant what you were going to do, add up two to people. one place and then hack in the other. <laughs> going to get a fake, a fake identity. Yeah. It's got a wig. Yeah. Jack, I'd love to see the extremes you would go if like. <laughs> No, the problem is you you wouldn't though. You wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> Christian would. I would. What I, I what I'm everything, every story you put up, I, I can't it's I can't not watch. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case something pop on it. Something pops up. I love it. I love but it. What I'm what I'm I'm not worried about it, but I've had a gym basically to myself for ten Oh, 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 <laughs> losing him. He's got him. Man down. For 10. I think his current look is great. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. That's the fun. I actually, I actually love it when people freeze. I really do. I really do enjoy it on podcasts when people freeze. <laughs> He's really gone. It's not I remember one of the one of the size game podcasts or whatever it was, or the UK Pro Muscle, yeah. where um Hollingshead just froze for like the whole first five. <laughs> yeah. <minutes. laughs> His face was just like he looked so scared. It was. Who <laughs> did recently, and his eyes were like. Yeah. <laughs> oh like yeah, this. that was uh, that was Dan McNabb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some right facial expressions on him. Oh man. <laughs> I think Jack's oh, gone. I'm a he's, bit he's about done. I love Jack's stories. I know it's a shame. That's probably what he's going to do. Happens to Jack could not happen to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, I find it hilarious. <laughs> it's a way of right. life. Does anyone want to take over the uh, the train of thought from Jack? I uh, well, I can say as well. I I was training somewhere for the first like five weeks, six weeks of lockdown. Yeah. But at the same time, I was acquiring equipment because yeah. I was scared. Yeah, gonna, something was going to happen, and something did happen. So like, I should have started from the. I should have started like two weeks before lockdown. Like, come up, yeah, because some people <coughs> that Friday, that Friday Hello. after lockdown. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Where were we, Jack? 
One week. Sorry. Somewhere on Sorry. No. How far will you go? I don't know what you were going. I don't know what you were going on to then. But what I was saying was, I've had like one or two people around me that I've really liked and got on with, yeah. and now I've got I've gone into a different environment now. And granted, there's still not a lot of people there, but I'm already looking over at people and they're pissing me off. <laughs> so like, I've had I've had ten, twelve weeks of not because for some reason. Gym fuckery really gets to me, and like idiots in the gym really get to me. So I've yeah. had, I've had ten, ten weeks of like just me enjoying it, and obviously you'll all be in the same situation. So you've all just had yourself training there. You haven't yeah. had any distractions, and like going back into a gym, I'm like always really aware of. I know I should be focusing on my own thing, but in the gym I was at, it was very like cramped together. So. When you've got an idiot on the machine next to you, yeah, you know it's a bit distracted and stuff. So, I'm not looking forward to going back with all these idiots. See, that's the thing. I'm so I'm in such a oh, I don't know what to do when the gyms do open because I love training in the garage. Yeah. So I get to play like the fucking music I want. I don't have to have headphones in. I don't have to look at anyone. No one's in my fucking way. No yeah. one's doing 19 sets on a machine that I'm <laughs> waiting to use. I get yeah. to do what I want to do. And I'm debating even going back. Oh, if gym's open, I wouldn't go back straight away anyway. Yeah. I say all this, I will go back into gyms. Yeah. Because there is some stuff that like, I just, just want to do. Yeah. Where about you? Huh? Where about you? Um, like 10 miles north of Birmingham. Okay. Um, but what I, what I am going to do though is because I feel harsh on my parents. They don't care, but I, I just feel bad taking fucking half the garage off them. I'm going to move my, my stuff into a garage and keep collecting equipment after mm. lockdown and just build my ideal. This is the fucking brand I want. This is the machine. I'm and just literally have my own space because I I know everyone's like, oh yeah, but atmosphere in a gym, bro. I get more pissed off in a gym than anything. That's what I was gonna say. With me, there's no atmosphere at all. It's just frustrating me. Like <laughs> the gym I'm at, you know, the in the let like it's the best. It's probably the best gym in Wales, but in the leg room, there's no music. It's silent. Jesus. Oh, and if you if you let out a single sound the reception is right next to you so they're all like looking in so it's like you you feel like you've got like someone watching you all the time so yeah like aj the the only place i can think of though that yeah i would go straight back to is ultra because yeah. i was going there like every week anyway before lockdown i was going like every thursday yeah yeah oh i will be straight back you cannot you cannot beat that place for yeah. atmosphere because I you agree. look over there. Oh, there's a pro there. Oh, there's another pro there. There's another pro over there. I want to get fucking massive. Yeah. Like all I need to see every day for motivation is Cuba's cars walking around. <laughs> see, I, when, when I was back home over Christmas, because my family's from Sheffield, I took every opportunity while I was back to go to Ultraflex because there was just there's just nothing like it. There really isn't. I'm going to probably get shit from people from Ultimate for saying that. But. Not again. Don't start again. The last time we uh, 
promoted another gym on the podcast. We got shit on by everyone at Ultimate. And, uh, like, oh, fuck off then. Fuck off, yeah, fuck look, off. Look, it was, it was when the Cuba was on. So we yeah. were talking to him about the gym. And obviously it's his gym. He has a right to promote his stuff while he's, with, like, you know, while he's on the show. Um, and we were just like, yeah, they, there's nothing like it. Like, I'm, the only gym like it that I've been to with that kind of atmosphere is Powerhouse in New York. That was the only time where I've walked in the gym and there's all these just pros around me, all these people just absolutely killing it. I've just been like, this is it. Yeah, so they don't train as hard in Powerhouse in New York. <laughs> so to be fair, I saw, who did I see? I saw Arash. He does low volume. And yeah, he trains hard. He was fucking, he was a monster. I saw him training legs and I just, I was just, I was like 17 at the time. I just couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no one, tra- I don't think, I don't think I've any- seen anyone train as hard anywhere else except Ultimate. Like, that's a, what a cool gym, right? Mm, indeed. Jack frozen again. No. Oh, he's still in. In a day's on the whole ultra, uh, ultimate, ultra flex combo. Cause obviously I've trained it both for a while too, but yeah. the thing is like almost amazing and, and it's a lovely it place, but this, you can't make comparisons between the two. No, it's they completely so different. So different. Yeah. U- ultimate fitness is in the city center of Birmingham amidst loads of different people yeah. where most people in that city are training in like pure gyms or whatever. Yeah. You get a very small demo- demographic that go in there and unfortunately it's never busy enough to like during the time to really feel the benefits of the atmosphere there so i never really got to feel it at probably its best and also i I heard on the grapevine that it used to be better atmosphere wise when it was in the old location in the old as well i it's the only the times when i really enjoyed it were on a weekend when yeah, I totally agree. Cy was in. Um, the Saturday morning, isn't it? Yeah. All the all the like you know pros whatever were in, and they were all training legs together upstairs. Totally the atmosphere in there was unbelievable when, yeah. when it was on that day. Um, and then the only other time is like around body power when you just have like Flex Wheeler like in there doing PTing in Ultimate. Yeah, yeah. But then you have plastic asses jiggling around in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, when you got all the, um, what is it? What's the brand? Rain? Rain Energy Drink? Yeah. You get all their sponsored athletes in there. Bang. There you go. Yeah, bang. Bloody fucking bang. I just bang. don't think I've ever had a good session at Ultimate Fitness. Oh, ouch. Okay. Right, this podcast ends here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? AJ. Yeah, it's cool. I just, uh, it's just not for me. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. AJ, we training uh, at the, um, the new temple. Oh. oh yeah, I did train at the new temple. Yeah, I briefly. Yeah, really enjoyed that. I did mm. enjoy that a lot. It's fucking, it's hot in there. It yeah, is fucking boiling in there. <laughs> and loud. When did and you train loud. there, AJ? Sorry, mate. When did you train there? Where, like the last month of living in Birmingham, I just saw. Oh. Well, my knees were exploded from the Cybex hack, so I yeah. needed something different. So I, I used the the pendulum. The Atlantis Pendulum, which is probably one of my favourite pendulums like ever. Yeah, that one was really good as well because it wasn't bolted to the floor. Oh, mm. perfect! Yeah, I mean, your top set, you're rocking left to right like no one's business. 
I said, I said to them, I was like, is this, are you planning to like lock this one down? They just sort of didn't really understand what That's I meant. That's a hip hazard for Jack. Stay away. Do it on one leg and be like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the trend anyway. So. The leg yeah. press is really good, AJ. Yes. So this is yeah, what I'm looking is. forward to the most probably when the gyms are open amongst going back to, to Rotherham is going up to Durham again and doing a weekly leg session at the Durham Ultraflex because nice. we've got all of the old kit from Ant's gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, so oh, such a good leg press. Cybex, Cybex hack squat, Cybex leg press, Cybex leg extension, leg curl. So we, me and Cuba have already planned it. We're just going to do a Cybex leg day where we do the nice. whole Cybex fucking range. Adductor, leg extension, leg curl, everything. It's just Cybex. And Cuba's going to stand next to you and go, let's get nasty. Yeah, he goes, come on, one more for Dorian. Surely, though, AJ, will, will, will Cuba not buy, he buys everything else. Would he not try and get Cybex stuff in there or? Uh, no, he's got, he's got other plans for the next one. So oh, okay. the next location is going to come pretty Exciting. soon. Sick. So. When he was on, I don't know if uh, he's going ahead with this because it was like four months ago. He did mention potentially in the future there's going to be one in the Midlands as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, he's, he right. talks about loads of shit all the time. That's really cool. Um, he's going to probably do a similar thing to you at some point as well, Christian. Like he's gonna set up a private sort of facility and just have the pieces he wants in there and occasionally training. Because the thing is, for Cuba, like a lot of the time, it's it's always members or people that know him, and yeah, you know, it's a yeah. constant distraction sometimes. Like I think he's in some ways he's quite enjoyed the lockdown, like because yeah. he's had like his space and just smashing yeah, it. But to be fair, the first experience I had with Cuba. Was when I first went to Ultraflex, I was in the little fucking posing room urinal, having a piss, and he goes in. He he walks in. He doesn't even walk into piss. He just walks in. He goes, "Ah, oh, training everyone like that," and that's my first experience with Cuba. Just I, mean, I was I was having a piss, and he just walked in and just shouted, and I was just like, "Did he grab your balls as well?" I, I was worried. I was I thought he was going to. When we do posing or anything, he'll just fucking grab my ball sack and say, oh, you know, you're definitely natural. I'm like, great. Natty balls, yeah, Cheers. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Cheers, Cuba, yeah. Just so actually got, like, that's the only thing I've got bigger than him as well, so I think he's actually... Really <laughs> <laughs> Should we go on to some questions before uh, we wrap this up? Fire away, man. Fire away. They're going to have to be quick fires, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fucking kind of not stupid question, but it's an easy answer. Volume or intensity? Intensity. Yeah, for sure. Um, how do you think bodybuilders are perceived in uh, the wider society, aka to the non-bodybuilder? Like fucking idiots. Cretinous. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I don't fucking bother with them anyway. Why aren't the pubs opening, bro? And I'm just yeah, like, you're a fucking sad cunt. But yeah. they're going to think the exact same about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same thing, isn't it? It's just the same. I just, the only thing I really miss the most is being around like-minded driven people because it's fucking no one. No, nah, I don't so. like <laughs> Christian doesn't care. Yeah. Christian doesn't care. He's, the only He's got Luna now. Yeah, the like-minded person is Luna. Yeah, killing yeah. it. Uh, right, I got one. Most underwhelming moment so far, whether it was competing, 
or meeting someone you admire? Oh. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yes. What, so like I've met someone that I'd admired and I just fucking... Yeah, what a cunt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really think I want to disclose that on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, are they yeah, going to watch it? Fair. It's probably when I met Christian, I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> what an annoying bastard that's helping me with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met someone on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the most underwhelming person I met was... I think it was Christian Guzman, to be honest. Oh, God. I didn't bother meeting him. So that's, that's. Yeah, that was my yeah, first. I was standing in line for that. I was 16. He's killed it. He has actually killed it. Yeah. So. Like business sense, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, he's done great. Uh, go about you, Jack? So, what? Oh, yeah. It's the, the, this isn't meant in like a negative way at all. Not like underwhelmed, but you were all talking about like meeting people at Expos, for example. Like, yeah. This isn't like meeting a celebrity, but working like the Insight booth, everyone, he's changed a little bit, but in previous years, uh, Tom Moore, so TM Cycles, yeah, everyone sees him as like a really cocky, confident, like arrogant person. You see him at an expo and he is incredibly reserved. In the first one that we went to, mm. he didn't know what to say. Like, he, he barely could put a word together. He was, like, really shy. But then in the second one, he came out a little bit more. But... Say again? Nothing. George... And I think George, George is, a, is similar as well, AJ. Wouldn't you what? say? George Osborne. George Osborne. He's pretty similar to that, I'd say. Yeah, he's like... going on his YouTube and he's shagging the life out of his bed. Um, and then maybe <laughs> the and he's quiet as anything. He's very quiet then. Yeah. Well, the, my it's only sort of. Yeah. My only experience with George was backstage at my first show. But I feel like that's not really a fair representation anyway. Everyone's back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember seeing him. I was like, oh, geez, he looked rough. Yeah. <laughs> I look rough, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, he looked like he was uh, he was struggling a bit. In the gutters. Yeah, it was okay. me, me, George, and who else was there? Jack. Garrickson. Yeah, um, backstage. And out of everyone in there, I felt like George was quite reserved. Yeah. Jack Richardson is alive as anything on show day. He loved it. I, oh, when oh, I, okay. I, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. When, when you see Jack Richardson person, you're like, man, the guy's big. Yeah, he's a big fucking he's dude. Scary, he's scary. I, I remember, I'm like, no offense to anyone else I competed against at that first show I did. But when I saw him backstage, I was like, you've won. I just, <laughs> there was just like, I saw him backstage and we were all there looking at each other because we took a few pictures in the mirror. I put one of them on my Instagram and we're stood there and everyone else is hitting like a side chest, side tricep. Jack has just stood there like pointing like that to the rest of us. And he's beaten us in the shot, and he's not even in the pose. His his side chest pose for now on is just going to be. He literally, <laughs> yeah. It was it was ridiculous. I knew straight away, but I'm excited to see him in person. I want to train with Jack soon. I saw him at strength, like AJ. It was like probably a month or two after his show. Yeah, I'd seen him though, like two weeks before the show, where yeah. he looked like he was going to die. Yeah. Like, he did not want to talk to anyone in there. Mm. Yeah. And then I saw him like four to six weeks after, and I was like, 
the guy is fucking blown. Like, yeah. he looks fucking huge, man. He ate, man. He ate. He ate yeah. as much as he, he wanted. He ate himself. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, what a crazy You guy. got any more questions, Jermaine? Um, let's have a look. I've got one. How hungry is Jack? bikini competitor. Me? What's that? Pretty hungry, mate. <laughs> Um, oh, so this is from someone who wants to compete in bikini. Do you think there is any reason to have a different training style depending on category? No. So bikini to, let's say, bodybuilding. Is there a difference or is it just all? Depends if she's natty or not. Natty. Let's say natty. No, I'm not saying that because you train different if you're natty or not. But yeah. if a female isn't natty and she starts putting on a fuck ton of muscle, then she can't do bikini. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, no. You you could talk about you could talk about this for a long time though. That's yeah. quite like a big question. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Try try as hard as you can. Yeah. Yeah, like my, my you're body. gonna be t- like you don't need to train certain muscle groups as much as others. Mm. Um, and for some girls, they don't need to like. For example, I did a podcast with. Kira Aston the other day, yeah, and she wants to stay within figure. She doesn't want to go to physique. Yeah. So for her, that looks like that. She's almost at the top of that already. So yeah. she's not. Yeah. Gonna, she's literally for the next couple of years. She doesn't have to do anything really. She can just like, cruise. Yeah. yeah. She's gonna be able to stay in that class. That's what it. I said. I said she's not going to be able to. Because you can't pull three hundred kilo off the floor. <laughs> I expect to add muscle yeah. because she is hit a fucking back, genetic freak anyway. Yeah, she's gonna grow no matter what she does. Yeah, because she is a she is not human. Yeah, she's. Oh, when I saw the t- sixty the other day, I, I was just sat in my chair and I was just like, I'm just gonna give up. I'm just gonna quit body. I, I basically <laughs> may as well not have a point. Beat. Yeah, not a male. Yeah, it's insane. Cool, man. She is fucking sick. Yeah. We um we have a question now that goes to everyone on the podcast ever going forward. As yeah. you know, you know what it is, Jermaine. Yeah, it's I the do. three course question. So yeah. we'll start with Jack. Obviously, you're very regimented with your food, but I've seen in the past. You know, you go you go out sometimes, very rarely. But you I do. am a, I am a foodie at heart. But go on. Okay. You don't have to apply this, but if you could have any three course meal right now from anywhere. Mix up the restaurants, where would it be and why? So start a main dessert. Smokehouse. Huh? Do you know what? Yeah, I will. No, it'd be smokehouse, but old smokehouse mm. because yeah. you've got one in Birmingham as well, but shit. the team went to shit a bit. Um yeah. old smokehouse barbecue chicken wings. Oof. Unreal. Um the main I, I love American barbecue stuff, so it'd have to be same. Some kind of bur- like I love a burger. Um, so some like filthy, dirty burger. I'm not. Mate, it's been so long since I've had a dessert. I wouldn't. Meringue. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, I Meringue. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, that was your mains. I picked I picked meringue, meringue. and I got roasted <laughs> for it. I got meringue. roasted for it. I actually choose meringue. Leave me oh. alone. 
It's like the worst thing you could right. ever choose. Fine, it's whatever. Air. It's like air. It's air and egg. <laughs> but once you've had like, it's a three course. Like you want a lighter dessert, right? You don't want no. Oh, I want no. to. I did room for dessert. Let me redeem myself. Right? I want to go to bed feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I did change it, and I changed it to sticky toffee pudding. Oh, even better. You know what? I'd probably have a bowl of oats for dessert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Christian? Yeah. Fuck me, you'll be here all day, mate. Um, <laughs> I'll be having three courses for a starter, three courses for <laughs> I'm a bottomless pit. Um, oh, I don't know, man. Um <sighs> Starter. Well, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a starter type food, does it? No. no. Go for it. Yeah, just whatever. A like massive platter of sushi from sushi. Nice. Yeah. In Birmingham, it's just next level. Okay. Wait, sushi place in Birmingham? Sushi Passion. Mm. Never been there. Bro, take your fucking wallet. Jeez, it's if you want to be full. Yeah. You, you it's a place. You can spend a hundred quid on yourself. Really? Yeah. Passionate sushi. Yeah, it's so passionate. Um. <laughs> Then main, I don't know, man. I don't know at the moment. I've like ticked off everything I wanted to eat for the past like fucking five weeks after this diet. So I'm just kind of bored of food already. Mm. Um, a good, uh, a really fucking good burger and fries with some like mac and cheese or something. Yeah. Dessert literally bring me everything. <laughs> Ice cream, cookies, cheesecake. I'm done. Like nice. that's my go-to's all the time. Yeah, ice cream and cookies for for a start. Brownies, yeah, man, all of it. The list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, there's always room in the dessert belly. That's what I say. What about you, AJ? Man, I really don't know. I've. I know I, this is probably uh, not the best time. Everyone, I'm now. sorry, but it isn't the best time to be asking him this question. But go no, on. No, to be honest, like I'm no, not, AJ just doesn't care. I don't. I, I, Good for I, you, man. I'm not like a huge. I'm not like a huge foodie anyway. I'm not. No, AJ, no. I know what you'd have for dessert. Hmm. red velvet cheese. Oh bread. fuck yeah! Yeah, that's, yeah, good. that's, that's a good, good one. Good. That is the, uh, that is the ultimate like. If you want to feel absolutely awful after eating a dessert, <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, the crash is horrendous because it's like quite low volume, but it's a it's pounding the cows. Calorie dessert, so it hits you and you're like trying to digest it, and your your body just immediately sends you to you just shut down. AJ, I had a similar experience quite recently. I I couldn't even eat them. Like I would use like half pound cookies, like you know you get in like America. And like I broke one out, and literally I had one bite, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, "What is in this?" It was like so dense, and I was just like, "How is something so small just killed me?" Yeah, yeah. especially when you're post diet, those things like ruin you. I remember yeah. having some like some pretty thick cookies. Like, one of the first things I ever had after 2017 dieting down, and mm-hmm. like, I li- I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. I couldn't stay awake. The, the crash, the crash was horrendous. I was bad as well post show. I had it. Um, me post show. Me. I remember AJ telling me not to be a dick. Mm. Like, yep. And you I were won't. a dick. I was. I was actually pretty all right. I went to Nando's, had like a Nando's like platter for two, admittedly, 
Don't forget the super greens. I do actually <laughs> quite like the platters from, from Nando's occasionally. Yeah, like, it was pretty good. Because it was like, it wasn't so out there that I was just going to cramp up and die. On the yeah. So I had that and then got home. One of my flatmates had bought me a donut. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's have a donut. Had a donut, passed out for three hours. After mm, donut. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> Woke up and I was like, do you know what? I fancy some like, orange juice or something because I haven't had juice. Like a little bottle of orange juice, like a tiny little bottle from the shop, immediately cramped up and like almost threw up. From concentration. <laughs> my day done. That was, that was me done after that. The juice killed me. Yeah. It's weird because you felt that in, in the bodybuilding world before. You're in a very sensitive spot at that, that stage. Everything, yeah. everything you haven't had in, in months, or in some cases, fucking years, yeah. Yeah. Um, kills you off, man. Yeah. When's the last cheat meal you had, Jack? See, I know you do include them in the off season, but obviously, since lockdown, you haven't was, been, um, been able to go out. I think it was a, a tie I had with my family. Nice. Yeah, it was. It was because we were talking about the virus, actually. So it would have been that. Um, that that place I go to is actually. Are any of you a fan of Thai food? I like. Yeah, Thai yeah food. I love Thai food. Good. And like to be honest, it's not even like that that bad. On no, the whole, it's not. Because the Unless sauce. Unless you get certain curries, which is super yeah, high. But, yeah. Yeah, but the curries aren't like Indian curries. They're a lot. You can t- the sauce is a lot thinner. I like, granted, yeah, they're yeah. still not amazing. But you can tell it's not as dense in cream and things like stuff like that. Gee. But, yeah. yeah. Gee. Gee. Yeah. Gee. 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 Shall we, <laughs> we wrap it up there, lads? That'll yeah, yeah that'll be perfect. Christian, yeah. Luna has been very well behaved. She give has. Her a pat, give her a yeah. pat on her head. She literally sat there, literally just sleeping for the entire my, time. My dog would not do that. Yeah, mine's a little shit. Mm. She's your dog got away in the other room, AJ. Should we get her on for the last... <laughs> my dog's downstairs. He's like with Danny. It's probably, probably a smart decision. It Stop is. Stop waking me up, human. Leave me alone. <laughs> 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 Looks like um, baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. I love Frenchie. Stop it. That's tall. Thank you, dog. <laughs> oh, the shock. Let's wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for coming on. It's been oh, before we go, does anyone want to plug their sponsors? Yeah, 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 like yeah. That? Plug yourselves, guys. Christian, uh, coach by Christian on Instagram. Uh, Carbs and Cars discount code for Strom. Get all your sups. Um, Christian fifteen, build and bake. Um, there's also a clothing one coming very soon. Oh, stay and tuned, guys. A CBD one coming very oh. soon. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, Jack? Hey, Jack? Jack, anyone? Uh, so, Jack Thorburn 2. No, Jack underscore Thorburn on Instagram. Um, Insight Supplements, code Jack10 to save you some dollar. 
same with explosive ape clothing. Uh, similar to Christian, build and bake with a brownie fiends. So Jack 15 there. Um, and for the finest meats in the whole of the UK, the meat man. <laughs> Excellent. I was going to give you that little slogan, but I've lot of forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> what an athlete, yeah. <laughs> AJ. AJ Morris underscore on Instagram. I made by Morris Coaching for the, the members site. Trained by JP Clothing for the, the best training clothing out there. No discount. And A list <laughs> nutrition, AJ18 for, uh, for money off. So there you have it, guys. Uh, thank you for listening and watching to Off the Script Podcast. We'll be back again next time with another guest. Cheers, guys.